0: Hello, fellow vegans, and welcome. Nice to be here, and nice to uh, know you're there. Now, I've got a topic, something to talk about by special request from a friend in the vegan community, and something that um, I've been through on a very deep level, and experienced, and knew, as soon as I had my breakthrough moment regarding myself, my consciousness, my self-consciousness, and uh, disconnecting from identities back in 2014 that I would be able to help, be able to speak to this, not just for vegans who are suffering from what I'm going to call vegan burnout, but also anyone who is in any field where they are helping, they are helping others heal, they are bringing awareness, and yet they cannot overcome the overwhelm, the emotional response that comes with it from taking on what they feel is a responsibility that is a natural side effect of caring. Now, a lot of people talk about being sensitive as being a blessing and a curse. And yet I'm going to tell you here today that it uh, can be only a blessing and that you can control what you believe to be the curse aspect of it. And you're probably going to think that that's far fetched, not realistic because you're currently in a state of self-suffering and this is what I want to get to so first of all I want to address what I'm addressing and that is the idea of and the reality of vegan burnout which can be an overly emotional anxious state and I'm going to speak about it particularly with um, vegans with regards to being vegan Um, Having an ideology and an identity in the world, which is in the minority, and which is um, based in compassion, when, especially for those vegans that entered into veganism through the ethical path, as I did 24 years ago, I, I can understand this very, very deeply and wholeheartedly. And I went through some of this myself. But I also want to address the bigger picture of you as a human being which also encompasses the identity of vegan and how you can relate to yourself and the world around you in a compassionate way, in an empathetic way, but in the end also in a very realistic way so that you can be and do all the things that you know you are, that you even believe you want to be and want to express and want to encompass, and you not have that being carried with you as an identity that you filter the world through all the time. Because it can't be realistic, and it can't be true. And without holding the identity as an idea, it doesn't take away from the fact that you are a caring, compassionate human being. So, I'll tell you a brief introduction to my story. I've been over it in previous um, episodes, but you now after <laughs> reflecting upon... My relationship to the animal world in the early 90s, I became vegetarian. Reading a lot of pita literature and learning what it is to be vegetarian, to be vegan. Um, As I mentioned before, back then I thought the word was vegan because I didn't know, didn't know any vegans, didn't uh, know how to sound the word out. And so, you know, in my little old head, I just made up uh, the sounding of the word as being vegan. So for the longest time, that's uh, what I thought I was, but that'll this will address the point that it doesn't matter. It's just a word. In the end, it is even still just a label. But after a deeper understanding, um, you know, after a having given up meat being the most directly obvious thing that, um, you know, a person identifying as vegetarian and vegetarian for ethical reasons, uh, meat is the obvious physical thing that, you know, can be identified can be bothersome. I eventually went deeper and realized, oh geez, well you know, anything that comes from an animal, no matter what the process or what the amount of suffering involved, um, has to be included. And of course that takes you to what's defined of, as a vegan. And so by 1997 I had become a vegan. I won't say fully vegan because that's redundant. So, And as a, as a vegan... <laughs> Ethical vegan, from that point on, that's been my life. That's been my lifestyle, and it's been actually very easy. Very easy on that level, because um, I didn't give myself a choice. And it wasn't because I wanted to be think I was compassionate. It wasn't because I wanted to think I was better than anyone. It was all about a feeling. The reason I became vegan in the first place, the ethical reason, is that I always knew Causing harm, ill feelings in other life makes me feel bad. Now, of course, that's true of whatever other life, humans, animals. Heck, I'm even efficient when I'm doing my gardening and I'm pruning something. I speak to the plants as I'm doing it and saying, sorry, thank you. uh, All at the same time for, you know, taking part in the cycle of life and for me knowing my involvement in it and trying to be efficient about it and not wasteful. That is respecting life on all levels, even with plants, even with water, you know. I don't take long showers, and that's why. Hmm. But as far as veganism goes, it was always about a feeling. I think from the time I was very young, I innately knew making other life suffer makes me feel bad, which is my own suffering. And so the avenue to becoming vegan for me on that level was fairly easy, The tough part was, I had no idea it was an option. I was raised, you know, in Ottawa, Canada, uh, meat and potatoes, Um, you know, meat on the table every meal of the day, pretty much. Except for, you know, perhaps some breakfasts and, you know, some lunches, but I don't know. In general, I didn't think about it because I didn't have to think about it. The thing that compelled me to think about it was my feelings once I was old enough to... See the world around me, see how it works, and understand that I didn't agree with a lot of the modern systems of how we do things and, of course, of how we treat animals. Now I'm going to have to say I also don't like how we treat the land in general. And it doesn't matter if it's animals or plants being grown on it, there's a lot of things we could do better. But as far as sentient beings going, it's much more obvious. Looking at another being in the eye and seeing it suffering, if that doesn't affect you, then you've already disconnected from seeing that being as something. Now, in some religions, animals are lesser. We're meant to have dominion over them. And if you believe in that idea, you're instantly going to be disconnected from feeling. And this is where a lot of people are. And that's one of the first things I want to talk about. For those vegans like myself, who once you become vegan, you go through this phase of, well, geez, this is obvious. The first few years i was vegan to me was obvious you mean i don't need to eat animals and i never did there's nothing lacking in just eating plants and of course you'll find a lot of people out there trying to argue against it to which i um, just have to say good luck been here for 24 years doing quite fine and i'm not the only one just because we haven't been uh overly plant-based as a species for a long time doesn't mean we're not capable and doesn't mean it isn't biologically advantageous um again one of my books is called egotistical carnivores and that's for very good reason if you want a little more insight into that have a look at episode 4 of the podcast but as i was mentioning after my first few years being vegan i was a little bit dumbfounded that the rest of the world didn't understand this because it seemed so obvious to me it seemed so obvious like i was like yay i don't have to eat plants and i don't have to suffer and in fact my health is improving And probably there's environmental ramifications that are positive, that are beneficial. Wow. That to me seemed like a no brainer. And of course it is a no brainer because it's, it starts with feeling. It starts with compassion. It starts with empathy for other life. And yet I didn't go around trying to preach that to everyone, tell everybody that one, it wasn't my way Two, I grew up extremely shy. And I didn't communicate a lot with people through my earlier years, well into my 20s. And I was still outgrowing my shyness at this point. So having just figured something out for myself, even though I knew it, and I really knew it, and that's the only time I really tend to tell people things, I still, it was for me. And that's the first point I want to make. No matter how much you're out there trying to improve the world around you by lessening suffering, you are and always will be vegan for you first so that you feel good about yourself. And you're allowed that. We're all entitled to live the life we want to live or that we feel we should live. But now here's where I know the vegans will say, but, 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 but I know I can tell people things that will help them, that will help improve their health, that will help lessen suffering of other species on the planet. They won't have to lack anything. And yet a lot of people won't. Listen, a lot of people won't understand. They won't try to understand because I'd have to say that anyone who listens beyond their mind will have a natural affinity to connecting with you if you're trying to tell them something. And I know this because in my first few years, like I was saying, I never tried to preach to anyone. I didn't try and change my family. I didn't only look for vegan friends. Um, you know, I did have more of an impetus to be around people who identified as vegan because it just was more comfortable. You could be out to dinner and not have to have a conversation with people and be the only one that they were saying, why don't you eat this? Or, you know, seem problematic. When I was when I was like, well, geez, you know, you guys are really all the ones that are being problematic. You just don't know it. You know, it's not very nice the way you're eating and all this kind of stuff. Those could be very true things. But again, I'm not that critical or judgmental of others to have ever gone there because I would just get a little defensive about it and it was hard to explain. I know a lot of vegans identify with that phase of being a little bit self-righteous and it seems hard to want to dispel that because you're being that way for a good reason and that was the one thing that really was difficult for me to comprehend the first few years was when I would talk about you know diet and the ethic connected to it I couldn't understand why people were so defensive themselves and wanted to not even hear about it. Because I was like, all I'm trying to do is be nice. What's so wrong with that? I already was a nice person, whether I was vegan or not, as a human being. I was decent to be around. I was always nice with people and polite and, you know, joke around. That person didn't change. But once I took it on to veganism, a lot of people didn't want to hear it. I think just by default, they thought my presence was preaching to them as such. And that's when I had to relax and realize, okay, different people are going to not want to hear about it for different reasons. Some people are just completely oblivious. They're ignorant of the systems and structures of the world, how their food gets to the table, you know, what their coat is made of. And they don't want to think about it. And the reason usually is they like it that way. It's fine. They don't want to have to change their life, their lifestyle, their choices. A lot of people have worked hard to be who they think they are. And I have to respect that on one level because that is part of being human. Is The human condition allows us to both be who we are and yet be ignorant of what we are, meaning we can create identities of who we are and live those out. And those can oftentimes become stronger than the compassionate beings life forms that we innately are if we were to just switch our thinking off i know that to be true and yet it's very hard to get past the ego of the human mind to explain that because this isn't for the ego to understand it's for the heart to understand and speaking heart to heart doesn't always happen so i honestly never really tried to do that and i stopped at some point completely trying and i switched my focus instead to doing a little bit of activism and outreach not too often because that's never been my nature to do that but i did do it and i felt comfortable in that because i would be with groups of empowered people and i knew then i could do it my way because i'm i'm fairly soft-spoken i don't get angry i'm fairly unshakable in other words at the end of the day i know at the beginning of the day too i know i'm doing this for me and for the animals it's between me the animals life consciousness and reducing suffering and all those things are accomplished every day that i'm vegan Without me even having to try to do anything else. To change the world. To even change one other person. And yet in that vegan activism. This is where I noticed people. Being very very stressed and anxious. Even as they were. Doing and saying a lot of good things. I hesitate to use the word right and wrong. But doing a lot of the right things. And by right I mean righteous perhaps. According to causing less suffering because to me anytime you can you have the option to cause less suffering and you take it you're doing the right thing especially when it involves helping some other creature other life form another person they can't help themselves in that situation or perhaps doesn't know better and where was i going with that oh and so i'd i'd see my vegan friends and other fellow activists getting very angry, very defensive, getting into arguments with people. And um, it wasn't very often that those arguments made a difference except for the way the person getting defensive, getting angry felt. Because I know they felt a little bit of disbelief about trying to speak to someone and not having that other person understand when what they were saying was completely rational and completely compassionate. And perhaps there was no rational argument against it. And yet the person on the other side of the discussion was just saying, well, I don't understand or I don't want to understand or it's my right to choose to do what I want. I can still eat meat every day and that's just fine. And that's part of actually being human is that we all do think we have that right because It's a mind-based right. It's a mind-based choice. It's a mind-based morality. And there's a deeper morality underneath that, which the true ethical vegan comes from, and that is pure compassion and empathy for other creatures. For me, it extends to my fellow humans as well. My compassion and empathy encompasses all of it, including myself, which is why I've learned when to speak, when not to speak. But after conversations, after expressing myself, to know that I'm okay, that I've done what I can do in that moment. The people that I see experiencing emotional overwhelm in the vegan community are people who perhaps have some other disconnect with regards to their self-esteem, with regards to what they know about themselves and who they feel they are. And yes, I'm sympathetic to the fact that they're doing a good thing by being vegan, and they're probably doing a very natural and I would say normal thing by being innately compassionate. And yet if you don't look at the bigger picture of who you are, you could be doing that as well as making an identity out of being vegan and holding that up and using it. And in that instance, you become a martyr to your own cause. You're being vegan, but you're also believing it's a good thing, it's a right thing, it's a better thing. And so you're going to analyze the world around you, and other people especially, through that lens, through that filter. And on that basis, you are constantly going to be disappointed by the world around you. And here's how. I'll... C- I'll talk about myself because I've gotten to a point and the major breakthrough for me was as a human being, not as a vegan in 2014, where I learned to let go of my thinking mind whenever it wasn't necessary at will. And that's both very natural state to be in and a self-preservation technique because The reality is, the world around you is what it is in any given moment. And it's a big world. And there's a lot of people. There's a lot of animals. There's a lot of suffering. And there's a lot of unnecessary suffering. And there's a lot of unnecessary human self-suffering. And I don't like seeing a very nice, sincere, sensitive human being who's chosen to be vegan... Also, adding a layer of self-suffering to the mix when it's not necessary and it's not deserved. Because you're already doing what you can do to be who you are and to feel good about yourself. The next step is to take off of your thoughts, to remove from your thinking patterns whether or not you think you've done enough, whether or not you think you can change the world, save this or that. Every moment of every day and realize you will absolutely be doing something every day just by being vegan if you choose to do some activism for those few hours you're doing activism you're making a difference there the key is to let it go as soon as you've experienced it because your choice to be vegan means you are living the experience of that as your home base all the time. You don't have to think about that anymore. You are that way. You don't need anyone's validation, permission, feedback. You don't need any awards. You don't need a count of how many animals you've saved over the course of an hour, a week, a year, a lifetime. That will take care of itself. But if you're carrying a torch about being vegan and waving it around and hoping that it's going to make a bigger difference by you being vocal being active and being rewarded, then it's turning into an identity and even an ego. And there's almost always collateral damage with ego because in fact, if you have expectations, you're going to have disappointment. Whereas if you just live your feelings, you're going to have satisfaction. And like I was saying before, I have heard a lot of people, vegan and otherwise, often people who identify as empaths, for example, say, Oh, being so sensitive, it's a blessing and a curse. But I'm going to tell you how that's not true. It's a blessing because this is what we are. Every sentient being on the planet is a sensory being. And heck, you know what? Even plants are. I shouldn't say even. It's not to demean them. They're as as, as alive as you and I are. All life forms are about being sensitive. Otherwise, we wouldn't know our surroundings. We wouldn't be alive. We wouldn't be able to remain being alive. We wouldn't be able to take advantage of our environment in order to sustain ourselves. We all do this. All life forms do it. Being sensitive is being alive. They're the same thing. Now with humans, you can check out my other podcast to see how I describe what we are. You know, we are that sensory being with the five senses and some energetic senses, but we also have grown within us a physical mind a self-conscious mind an inner mental environment that has exploded in power over the last few millennia to the point where we can also as well as having our senses we can compile them into data and information and we can store them away in our brain and access them just as information without the associated feelings and we can have an ego about it on top of that which is a section of our mind that keeps an eye on all the information of our self-conscious mind and pertains it just to us. And that's where if you're vegan in your heart through and through, but also you're proud to be vegan and you hold that as an identity in your mind and you're subconsciously egotistical about it. Anytime it's challenged, you're going to suffer. Anytime the world doesn't live up to that standard, you're going to suffer because you're comparing yourself with the world. By the world, I'm sorry, I mean human society. The world's a big fucking place with a lot of life and life forms. Humans still just comprise a part of it. We're just having way too much of an impact for how many of us there are. Again, because of that ego and our levels of consumption and the way we consume the world, especially including animals and animal agriculture. But I want you to see where I'm going with this blessing and a curse thing regarding being sensitive. Because here's where the curse part comes in. If you identify in your mind as vegan and you think that's very important and you think it's better, and again, you have it as a comparative thing, that's what the ego does, it compares and it compares you to other things in the world that are also information in your brain, then you're going to feel bad about yourself. But it's not that you're really feeling bad about yourself for anything, uh, to use the word real again, it's going to be for a thought. It's going to be for a comparative analysis of your mind and your ego, taking advantage of your ego of itself, knowing you as an identity as a vegan. Do you see? And in that way, we create our own self-suffering. And that self-suffering is the curse that people speak of when they say being sensitive is a blessing and a curse. Because the curse part can be dealt with because that's thoughts and we can control our thoughts. We can negate our thoughts. We can stop listening to our thoughts and we can snap it back to the reality of our home base of being who we are and what we are. Because if you understand that you are a compassionate, empathetic human being that loves being sensitive and feeling the world around so that it can inform you of your choices, but that you also know you have a mind which can take those 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 feelings And take the world around you and turn them into information and start comparing them and keep you wrapped up in thinking patterns that can make you feel bad about yourself by comparison. Again, you the real vegan not doing enough in the world, not saving all the animals. You can even sit there and know you're not going to do that much or have that much of an impact in your entire lifetime. You know, I reconciled myself to this long ago. The world probably won't change on that fundamental level in my lifetime. And I know that, or at least I would say there's a high probability of that could change, but I'm not attached to thinking that it might, because otherwise I will be suspended in disappointment for my entire life. And what is that? That's the curse. That's self-suffering. And that's me making myself feel that way, even though it looks like it's the outside world making me feel that way. It really isn't because The people that you don't know in the world that are responsible for food systems and for their thoughts, their culture, their habits, their eating dietary patterns, their lifestyles. They've been evolving into and through that for hundreds, thousands of years. You had nothing to do with that. And that's a lot of people on one planet. Luckily, we can connect with more of them through technology. It's one of the blessings of technology. Hmm. Of course, it also has its curses. (laughs) If we used it just for heartfelt communications, we'd all be blessed, If, uh, but we don't, and so that's the curse part. Our egos get on there and keep ourselves busy, and ill feelings can ensue from the mind. Now, I know I probably went all over the place with that, but I hope you get the point. Because what I want to reassure you is, be vegan. Be honestly, 100% yourself, as a human being who is compassionate and empathetic, without even the label vegan, knowing you're not going to cause any suffering unless it happens as a byproduct that you can't control. Do the best you can. I have for 24 years, and it just gets easier and easier. I would starve to death if I was in most situations where I had to do something that I couldn't live with. Having said that, I'll give you something else to think about. If I was in a situation where the only meal I had that day included meat, literally there was no other choice. I would skip days' meals for as many days as I could until I was starving to death and my instinct to survive took over. If I then had to eat meat for a day, I would to survive. The only time I wouldn't is probably if it was the last of a species on Earth. Again, these are hypothetical situations, but I've contemplated a lot of them. And, you know, I could live with myself eating meat for one day if I knew I could then escape that situation, get back to, you know, accessing the millions and trillions of plants there are on this planet to eat and um, not have to cause any more suffering. Because on that level, it's got nothing to do with vegan anymore. It's got to do with survival. Because that's a vegan... I would be carrying a a vegan identity into that moment, whereas all life on Earth has the right to defend itself and live another day. There was a time probably 20 years ago when I would have told you, ah, I probably would rather starve to death. But I'll also tell you that's fucking hard to do. A lot of things are hard to do. Starving to death is one of them. Committing suicide is another one. And hey, I've been close to the second one too, so I can speak to that and I do in my other podcast instinctual drives are very, very powerful. They're very real and they are valid. And I'm going to even say they're morally valid because in that previous example, if I went through that experience, I would still consider myself vegan within the human species because I would be not wanting to harm anything as much as is practicable. In that instance, it became not about being vegan anymore. It became about survival and survival is fair game. I hope you understand that because actually contemplating those things can let you relax about how you feel about the world versus how you think about the world and how you want yourself to be perceived by others in the world. Those are all separate things. Whereas what I know for sure is that from the moment I was, I woke up today to the moment I go to bed, I have to, I have to live with myself, my choices from now to the end of my life. I have to put, when I put my head down to sleep at night, it's me that has to be satisfied with me. And, you know, I hope life is satisfied with me too. You know, you could call that God, consciousness, divinity. Whatever other name you want to ascribe to it is perfectly fine. They all mean the same thing in the end, I'm quite sure. And if you can live with yourself and know you've done your best, you can start to let go of that identity of being vegan, that identity of being an activist, that identity of doing having done not enough today and relax into being who you are and being content with it, being satisfied with it. And Hey, if you wake up tomorrow and there's something you want to do, do it. If you want to talk about it, if you want to engage on an, on a societal level with talking to others about how they can also help lessen suffering on the planet. Yes, by all means do it, but do realize this isn't your job. It's not your task. It's not up to you and you alone. But it's up to you to judge in which way you can do it, can do it successfully, and can do it without hurting yourself and causing yourself any more suffering because you don't need it. And in fact, you'll be a better example if you can show the world that you are not only compassionate, empathetic towards animals, but also towards fellow humans, the planet, inasmuch as they deserve it in any given moment. There's a time and a place for everything, even for frustration and anger and pushback. And I know that. But that doesn't mean it has to get you and stay with you. You can experience these things and you can know who you are. You can express it and then you can let it go and let the world deal with it as they will. If they push back, then deal with that. Till then, know that you're good. You're good to go just because you decided to become vegan long ago or maybe just yesterday or maybe because of this talk. Who knows? I hope this helps, and I, I'm i sure I can give more clarification on this and go deeper, but if anyone has any specific questions, please do write to me, steve at illuminatingthedisconnect.com. And if you want to hear a little bit more about my vegan journey, I think I've got six episodes up on the podcast. It's fairly new. One of them already does deal with um, what we are as a species, and so on what levels we can know ourselves with identities. Another one deals with how I believe humans have become carnivorous through identities, through thinking. And so, you know, exactly what I'm talking about earlier in this episode here, as opposed to completely sensitivity, feeling, compassion. And um, should make for an interesting discussion in the world community once i put that book out at some time in the future Uh, if you can help with that i'll have a little clip after this showing uh telling you how you can get in touch with me or donate to the podcast support the steve being very organic efficient plant-based vegan and uh wanting to do this more and more so hope you all are well take care of yourselves and take care of each other Hello, fellow humans, and thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Ever since I got this thing started, which was years in the making, I've been excited about uh, doing this, and only this. It's what gives me the most pleasure in life is helping others help themselves, and it's actually what I know the best, despite all the other things I've studied for and uh, have had as careers, as experiences, as hobbies, as connections with life. This is it. So to that end, if you'd like to experience, or if you'd like to support a very simple human doing this, it doesn't take much for me to survive, and anything over and above that that I ever make from this will always go back into helping others directly. And you can support me by finding me on Red Circle Podcasts, which may be where you're listening. Uh, there's uh, donating information there. I also have an account with something called Libra Pay, where you can find me as Steve Alat, or you can send uh, a donation through PayPal, steve at illuminatingthedisconnect.com. If any of those aren't sufficient or fail, send me an email. Again, steve at illuminatingthedisconnect.com. We can figure something out. And uh, thanks for listening. I really, really hope it helps. And if it does, do send me a message. Thanks for your support.